Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So let's jump right back into it. Senator Bill Cassidy joins us. Senator, welcome to the show. Hey, Newell, how are you? And happy Mardi Gras, man. Same to you, my friend. I understand that they're going to make you work over this Mardi Gras weekend. Is that true? <laughs> what is up with that? Can you imagine making Congress work? Oh, the hell, the heck with it. I mean, you'll uh, go no. up there, you put on a great ball, Mardi Gras ball form, no appreciation, and it'll let you off of Mardi Gras. <laughs> no, if this is what we got to do to do our job, my gosh, I'm glad to be here. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and frankly, I think Congress should work more than it works. So I'm not complaining. So let's jump into the issues. You and I fall on the same place with this uh, closed primary system issue that was attempted in a special session, put on a call by um, Governor Jeff Landry. I was quite frankly surprised to see it there. Um, they got a little taste of it, but I got to imagine they're going to come back again. Your thoughts? Well, what they passed affects 28 elected officials, and it's going to cost $135 million over the next 10 years. So think about that, Newell. For 28 elected officials, we're going to spend $135 million. Now, why does that bug me? Because I go around the state and I'm working hard to bring dollars that the state has to match in order to make our state better, a place where our kids stay as opposed to moving away from and people from other states move to. There's a lot of need in our state, uh, crime, roads, bridges. Um, I like things that appeal to young people. They like bike paths, for example. They like more green space. We don't have enough money, and we're going to spend $135 million on elections. It just doesn't make sense to me for the long-term future of our state, and this is for only 28 positions. Uh, you know, you have to pay, play party politics. I had to play party politics. Uh, what, was it broken? I mean, the folks that I was talking to were like – we, we're okay with this. Most of the elected yes. officials I talk to say they're okay with it. Uh, they all kind of attribute the open primary system to the growth of the Republican Party in the state of Louisiana. I mean, why hey, now? Let, why now? Let me just speak as a Republican. When, when open primaries came into existence, there was one Republican congressman and Every other congressional seat was held by Democrats in every statewide position, and Democrats had supermajorities in the House and the Senate state legislature. Now, under open primaries, we have every congressional seat save one Democratic seat coming out of New Orleans. We've got every statewide, and Republicans have supermajorities in the House and the Senate state legislature. So, like, wait a second. 
We've gone from almost nothing to almost everything. And by the way, along the way, we saved the state probably a billion dollars, a billion five. And the one time we went back to closed primaries, it was so expensive and complicated, we flipped right back out of it. So I'm just, you know, as a Republican, as a conservative, and as somebody who cares about Louisiana, I'm just not getting it. Yeah, I didn't get it either. Thankfully, they it 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 just got the toe in the water. But it is 28 elected officials and that amount of money that you talk about, and hopefully, we can retreat back on some of this because uh, it they did delay it. I think the implementation is 2026, correct? Yeah, but imagine you're in Jefferson Parish, for example, and you're hoping to get a little bit of statewide assistance for flood mitigation, and the local member of the state legislature says, "Well, we just don't have the money." Wait a second. Wait a second, $135 million. $135 million. You're spending on 28 officials. Maybe if we took that money, we could do something for our flood mitigation in Harahan. Uh, Makes sense to me. Uh, And and dollars are scarce. We don't want to raise taxes. We want to lower taxes. But you need to obviously spend money. So don't waste money. Uh, Be careful with your money, like your family budget, and, you know, let's fix things. Yep. You have been uh, instrumental in helping facilitate a bipartisan in infrastructure bill that uh, is going to allow, and y'all sending uh, to the Port of New Orleans, excuse me, over $226 million for the Louisiana uh, International Terminal Project in St. Bernard, uh, otherwise known as the New Container Terminal. Tell us about the importance of that. Yeah, so again, my goal is to create a state where our young people stay and other people move towards. One of our big advantages is that Mississippi River and the port system connected to it. There's a lot of jobs connected to that, both construction to build new stuff, permanent jobs, and there's all this spinoff that comes out of it. So part of the bipartisan infrastructure bill was something called InfraGrants. It's a subsegment of it. The Port of New Orleans got the third largest grant awarded ever from that from that particular program, $226 million for the International Terminal Project. Now, that is the sort of thing that, again, we need state money. That's why when I hear about $135 million going to uh, 28 officials' elections, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I hope we have money for this from the state. But that's the sort of program that can transform every parish involved with it, as well as all of southeast Louisiana. And that's among the many things that we've gotten from the bipartisan infrastructure bill that's helping our state become a better place. Absolutely. And, you know, the trickle-down effect of this in the development of uh, regional distribution centers throughout uh, the interstate infrastructure we have, as well as the rail infrastructure we have, not to mention the waterway infrastructure that we have is huge. And as you point out, it helps more than just that immediate area. Well, by the way, if we do nothing, we're going to lose commerce to Savannah, to Mobile, to, 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 to Houston. If we do something, we become the go-to place. Now, now, but it takes investment from the federal level and from the state level and from the local level. Um, and it takes leadership. But, but if you don't get enough money, the state, local, and leadership don't matter. So, so the bipartisan infrastructure bill, when I was helping to negotiate that, my staff and I had these sorts of projects in mind that can help southeast Louisiana and all of Louisiana do better. Uh, by the way, there's other money that our ports have received uh, 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 as well. And so let's just keep pushing. We need our state to do better. Absolutely. 
Let's talk about um, you were in a position to secure a hearing on reforming the NFIP, National Flood Insurance Program. That is a top-of-mind concern for citizens in the state of Louisiana. Um, Any progress made? Yes. So a couple things. I've been working for about three years to, to both get the legislation, to make sure I've got the kind of coalition that can pass it, um, and to build support. Now, the, the, it goes through the Senate Banking Committee, and uh, the, the, the fellow who's the head of, of that committee um, from Ohio, Ohio doesn't really flood that much. He didn't feel, I don't know, you know, there's a lot of big issues, and this has not bubbled up. But if we worked it, we worked it, we worked it. And he said, you know, you're right, big issue, we're going to have a hearing. Uh, Michael Hecht, who's the head of the GNO Inc., was one of the people who testified. Uh, a lot of support from Louisiana there. The good news is that both the chair and the lead Republican want to do something. You know, they would like to put their own kind of modifications on our legislation, which is good. It means they've read it. It means that they want to make it better, uh, make it more likely to pass. So we're still pushing. Um, this is a this is a several Congress effort. But we're going to keep on pushing till that we can reform the National Flood Insurance Program so that people can afford it. It's accountable and it's sustainable. But we've got to make it affordable, and that's our goal. We're visiting with Senator Bill Cassidy. Senator, in light of the tragic events over the last 10 days on the West Coast, flooding all up and down the coast, uh, all weather-related, um, i gotta ma- I got to imagine they got a little bit of a change of heart. So what you know, I did when I was in the House, because in the House we had a similar problem, House of Representatives. Um, and this is about 10 years ago now. And they, the way that the National Flood Insurance Program was implemented then was a disaster. And so we put up a bill, an amendment, uh, the Cassidy-Grimm Amendment, and uh, people voted against us. Whenever their community flooded, I went back to them and said, wait a second, can I get you to vote for us now? Because now you know the importance. And we flipped people, and we flipped people, and we flipped people until finally we flipped enough people to pass the amendment. So that's what we're doing now. Frankly, we're going to the Californians. You now know the importance of this program. Can we explain it to you and get you on board? Um, you know, you don't just pass legislation by having good policy. You got to work it so that other people will understand the need for the good policy. And we did that before Newell, and that's what we're doing now. Yeah, I think it'll make a big difference for sure because uh, not only did they experience the uh, forest fires, because I know that there's been a push of going to more like a all hazards type of approach as opposed to just kind of flood insurance, right? Yeah, but I, but I think it's going to be hard to to pull that off. Um, I, I tell you that because you know the people in Oklahoma say because Oklahoma's pretty flat and they just don't flood that much. They say, wait, wait, hang on. Well, you say, well, you got tornadoes. Yeah, but tornadoes is a different issue. That's been a bigger lift. Yeah. But if we can get flood insurance, believe me, man, I'll take what I can get. I'll take the bird in the hand. Oh, absolutely. I don't know what was going on with the Biden administration. Uh, you know, this country has made significant investment in um, LNG exports, liquefied LNG uh, exports. And all of a sudden, uh, we're changing our policy. People, are, our allies in Europe, are, you know, their heads are spinning on their on their neck, not knowing what's going on. And uh, this is not good. And from my perspective, on any front. Yeah. So what you're talking about is the pause in permitting for new LNG projects, which clearly is designed to create uncertainty, so people don't invest in LNG export projects. 
And I don't know if the administration had gone out and said, okay, let's just come up with a policy that really screws up everything, whether it's our relationship with our allies, it's jobs for the American people, it's good things for the American economy, it's good things for climate worldwide. Let's just screw it all up. They couldn't have come up with a more screw it up type policy. It is a war on the American worker, for example. I'm told that the Venture Global Project down in, I think, Plaquemines Parish is the fourth largest project in the world right now, uh, the number one project in the world, uh, fourth project. My staff is right here, and she's making sure I get it right. The fourth largest project in the world. How many people are being employed? How much tax revenue is being paid as these folks go around and buy groceries? And you name it. This is just a huge project. Now, now it's creating employment for people in southeast Louisiana. It's creating employment for you know, people all around. It's also helping our allies. Germany is now buying U.S. LNG instead of Russian LNG. And if they don't get U.S. LNG uh, and they buy Russian LNG, the Russian LNG is going to support their economy as they fight the rest of the world, including particularly the United States. And by the way, they pollute more than we do. Or Germany will, buy, will burn coal. Again, that pollutes more than than does LNG. So it's hurting our economy. It's hurting. Uh, it's hurting our allies. It's hurting the climate. And the Biden administration's one single policy is doing this. One more reason why I think we got to replace Biden. Senator, um, the border bill that's been floating around it failed the other day, uh, and I know there's a, a move afoot to try and bring a Ukraine aid bill as well as an Israeli aid bill. What's the likelihood of that happening? Well, I think that the uh, support for Israel, Taiwan, and Ukraine will pass. And I think that the border, hopefully, hopefully, that if we pass that legislation and it goes to the House of Representatives, the House can put stronger border protections on it and send it back to the Senate. So there's kind of a strategic play here where we're trying to get that which we've been unable to get from the Schumer-led Senate. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Is it frustrating uh, for, for members right now on that issue? I mean, that's a really top-of-mind issue on, on all of U.S. citizens' minds. It really is. I recently went to the border, went down to Laredo, uh, talked to a bunch of Texans. It is amazing. Every kind, That was this past week or past weekend, I, I forget, a past weekend. And you talk to every single person down there. Uh, and the border is what immediately comes up. They're concerned about LNG. They're concerned about, you know, uh, you name it. But the first thing that comes up is the border. Uh, and the policy that this administration has done, which has made the border a lot worse. That's what you get. And the guy showed me his ranch, pictures from his ranch. We put them on our Facebook page of all the knives, but not just knives that were dropped by people coming across. There's one like rolls of ammunition, like high-powered ammunition that somebody had dropped. Uh, he showed me pictures of the, of the cartel guys trying to break through his fence with a pickup truck. So, so we got to do something about the border. And the fact that we've been unable to is just incredibly frustrating. Now, you can argue that Biden could do this through executive order, but clearly Biden's not going to do that. Uh, and so, so, you know, we just got to struggle. Hopefully passing this legislation, we send it to the House and they send it back with strong border protection. Uh, that's, that's my biggest, that's, that would be my kind of, my gosh, that's the best way it can work out. Absolutely. Senator, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We really appreciate it. We know you're very busy, and I understand they're trying to keep you all in D.C. over the weekend. Best of luck on that front as well. Have a great weekend. 
Thanks, Newell. See you, man. All right. We'll be right back, folks. 504-260-1870 on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 